0: Pick a window. This is the Media Network. You are about to listen to I Told You So, the world's greatest relationship podcast, hosted by Tiffany and Jeff, two people in the healthiest relationship of all time.
1: Join our power couple as we explore the ups and downs of love, offering you the tools you need to navigate the relationship scene with charm, humor, and grace.
0: Welcome to I Told You So, where love is our business.
1: And laughter is our secret weapon.
0: All right. I, I think we're here. Hi. Hi. Honey, how are you doing? I'm great. You look great. Thank you. It's It's, I guess, one of the things about starting early in the morning <laughs> yeah. is you get a look at me looking like a bridge troll. Then you just get to sit over there being all pretty That's and put together true. and professional. No. A bridge troll. Yeah, I, well, you have to answer the riddles before we can go any further. Because oh. I'm a bridge troll. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good to know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, I feel good. I like recording in the morning. Do you? I think so.
0: I don't know if I do or not.
1: We don't do it often, but...
0: No. No, but I mean, what that means is, is when this episode drops, it's going to be fresh.
1: It is. As soon
0: as we're done recording, <laughs> you're going to turn around, edit it and drop it because we keep procrastinating. this. I know this just well, happened. The problem is, is that we're pushing it further so far into the week.
1: Yeah.
0: And by the time Sunday rolls around, we really haven't had time to get ready to do another show.
1: Right. That's what it feels like.
0: And then um, part of what we were putting together, the idea was uh, that we would be doing interviews every week. And none of the interview requestees, and there's been about 24 of them now, have responded in any way. Awesome. So I think what's going to happen next is we're going to have to start interviewing uh, friends. Yeah. And, And I think that'll be easier. It might be more interesting.
1: It could be. Yeah, it could be.
0: But, you know, considering the list of folks we wanted for the show. Uh, they will also be interesting.
1: Yeah, we had a good list.
0: Yeah, so I mean, we'll see. We'll see how it goes as we go, uh, but uh, you know, um, as far as it goes, we're just gonna have to improvise, make adapt, sure. overcome.
1: Yeah, we can do that.
0: Yeah. So uh, weird week this week. <laughs> it Has um, been. Yeah. Um, bittersweet for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I. I Let's do the happy bit first. Okay. So an old friend of mine mm-hmm. um, that I went to high school with has come basically back into a, a more, you know, more active part of our lives. Right. Um, which is really, really fun because we get to do both nostalgia, which usually means embarrassing stories of me from high school. Mm-hmm. You know, to watching you guys um, being friends.
1: It's been really fun.
0: It really has.
1: It's hard to make friends, new friends as an adult. Yeah. But we just hit it off, so I was very happy about that.
0: Yeah, me too. It it was important to me. I'm happy that you guys get along. Um, Yeah. Anna's been been a pal since she was one grade behind me Mm -hmm. in high school. Mm Mm-hmm. And we knew each other in the in the, the I'm going to call it the theater department only because okay. we took ourselves way too seriously to be <laughs> called the drama class. <laughs> um, but that was the that was the group of of buddies we used to run around with. And Anna is 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 friends uh, with me and JC. Uh, mm-hmm. She's taken you know learned tai chi with JC for years.
1: Oh, cool. And years.
0: Um, I I performed. Uh, her second marriage. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Um, my bad. Not really.
1: How long ago was that?
0: I was a little. Too, I was a little while ago. It was, but huh? it was after, obviously, 2017.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was.
0: <laughs> so um, no new friends. New friends, mm-hmm. and so that's been a lot of fun. That's been you know there's been a certain endorphin high with that. It's it's been interesting to to just basically add. You know, a new chemical foundation to whatever it is that, that you know, mm-hmm. we do from week to week. Because we're, we're in a pretty settled routine. Yeah, we are. Right now. And, you know, it's like we work until we drop and then we watch TV and fall asleep.
1: <laughs> I know. Some of us don't watch TV either.
0: Yeah, well, they, they try.
1: <laughs> I try so hard.
0: You really do. And, and, and it's like, I don't, I don't feel like we're, I, I don't want to, I'm, I'm not using that in a negative way. I don't feel like we're stagnant or anything. Mm-hmm. What we are is we're fucking busy and broke. So <laughs> <laughs> we are really busy. Yes, we are terribly busy. And that can sometimes impact, um, really the, uh, like a healthy, a healthy thought process to a relationship mm-hmm. you know when you get so busy that even though well like yesterday uh when you were just like i feel like i haven't seen you yeah and yet we've we've been together together, you know every day every day but it's and i wouldn't say that just crashing with you isn't quality time yeah. but there's like foundation building or repair work that that could be done yeah. you know that sort of thing Um, and, and instead we're just fucking exhausted, frustrated, and, you know, pretty spent by the end of the day.
1: Yeah. With the question of what's for dinner.
0: I hate that fucking question.
1: (laughs) Every night.
0: And the thing is, I like to cook.
1: I know you do, but you're great at it. I don't
0: roll in until almost eight o'clock at night every day.
1: Yeah. Nobody wants to cook that late.
0: No, no.
1: And clean up and, oh my
0: God. Yeah. That's it. We got to have the kids do it. They're not doing anything else. It's time to learn to cook, kids. Except here's,
1: school and work.
0: Whatever. Here's my, here's my, whatever. They're young. They're full of energy. They're, they can pick shit up off the floor without going, oh, It It is so bad at work now that everybody who comes in knows if I drop something, I'm going to need a hand. I mean, that's, that's really where we are, because my knees are absolutely fucked. I mean, they're just fucked beyond all knee recognition. They make noises. It sounds like there's a ratchet in my left oh, knee. Oh,
1: terrible. As I'm
0: walking along. And, and the problem is working at basically a bookstore, a comic book store, is you have to do a lot of bendy squatty. Yeah. You know? And so it's just all day long. It's pip, pop, crunch, zip, zap. And Ouch. then, you know, muscle cramps and everything, and just because my knees are shot. Yeah. And it's not... Old age is the problem, especially with my left knee. That thing's been a fucker since I was 13.
1: Oh, my goodness. Uh,
0: but it's the, the it needs to be replaced. And the replacement is they cut it all out, put in the, the fake. But because of this problem I have on my left knee, um, they would have to make a new notch in the bone f- f- to place the ligament where it goes. And then immobilize it for six months to let the bone grow over it's the insane. ligament. And then it's six months of limited mobility rehab. And then it's six months of physical therapy. So you're a year and a half on this knee replacement. I don't have. No, I can't take a day off work.
1: Who can do a year and a half?
0: Uh, I don't know. People that live in the area where my shop is at. <laughs> that's
1: true. Yeah, that's nutty.
0: Yep. Is nutty, and the worst part is, is I can't do it because we live on the second floor.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, couldn't even get inside. No,
0: once in, stuck in. Yep, that's no fun. So, like you said, oh wait, it's like with my neck. They wanted to, they wanted to fuse some of the vertebrae in there years ago. Mm -hmm. But if anybody remember Michael Keaton's Batman when he was wearing the rubber suit and couldn't turn his head, I don't want to have to. Twist my entire upper body to look behind me. Yeah. Um, and so with that one, the pain offsets uh, the need for repair.
1: Does it really?
0: <sighs> yeah. I got shit to do. Like, if we were, okay, if you I did are that. You were in if, so
1: much pain, though, all the time. I know.
0: But again, it comes down to I can't afford the time off work. The fuse, the fuse is like a month off work. You know? Yeah. So but I still don't want to do it. I know. You I mean, know. think about that. I mean, the way we're sitting right now. If I wanted to look at you. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's No, it's getting to a point. It's there's a, it's I'm aging to the point where I have to start thinking about actually going through with this shit. Yeah. Yeah. So that I can keep doing things. Cuz I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be, you know, old man Jeff by 60 just Pumping around with a cane, <laughs> you know. I'd rather have some bionic parts. Mm-hmm. I just need to find myself a, a tax bracket that'll allow mm-hmm. me to actually take care of myself. Yeah, you do. That'd be nice. So uh, another thing from this week, and this is where the bittersweet comes in. This is the bitter part: is I found out that a friend of mine, I can't, I can't even call us close, but I knew him. I knew him when I was living in Denver, um, and loved him so very much. He was just such a dynamic man who, um, had a magical, insane, coincidental life to where his name was Ken, Ken Walters. Um, for those of you that have, that have been with me, uh, at the comic book shop, um, two, two free comic book days ago, Um, Ken was the guy out in the parking lot dressed as a Jedi directing traffic (laughs) with a giant lightsaber. Um, He had popped into town um, just on random. He was Mm -hmm. on his way. He was driving from Denver to Mexico Mm -hmm. and he was going through Utah. He was on I-70 and just for some fucking reason just decided to take a turn and come up to Salt Lake and see me. And I hadn't seen him in more than 20 years.
1: Oh, I love that.
0: And I get a phone call at work. Um, And I answer the phone. Volts! This guy's all, uh, hey, y'all got any of that there, manga? And I said, yeah, yeah, we got, we have manga, we have a little, I'm, you know, I wish we had more, but I do have some. He's like, oh, that's great, that's great, I've been really getting into manga and anime. I like the anime. I was like, oh, that's pretty interesting. I don't sell anime, but I do have the manga. He's like, how about, Joe, uh, <clears throat> so I was looking on the internet. I came across uh, this uh, thing called hentai. <laughs> I was like, yeah. He's like, I really, I really, I really like the hentai. I was like, oh, that's very interesting. And so, for those of you that don't know what hentai is, go to your urban dictionary and look it up. Yeah. Um, Were you
1: not caught off guard? You just rolled with it. You know,
0: I just, I roll with it because yeah. it's retail and every once in a while you get a weirdo. <laughs> sure. And I'm like, oh, well, that's really interesting. And now I'm like, how the fuck do we get out of this call? <laughs> and the guy just starts talking about how much he liked hentai and, and and how much better the internet's been ever since he found tentacle porn. And
1: <laughs> I'm just like, I'm
0: like, okay, uh, that's pretty cool. And he's like, all right, what time y'all close? You know, and I'm like, seven. He's like, y'all there until you close? I was like, uh-oh. Uh-huh. Yeah? He's like, okay, all right, all right. We'll see what you can do about getting yourself some hentai. <laughs> okay. So we hang up. <clears throat> a couple hours later, this dude walks in. He's wearing a a, a silk bowling shirt with flames on it, uh-huh. black cowboy hat, Elvis glasses, and an N95 mask.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: He's hunched over, and he's walking with a cane. You know? Uh-huh. And I was like, hey, how you doing? And he's like, how you doing? <laughs> I uh, called a little earlier. You said you had some hentai. <laughs> I was like, "No, no, no, man!" I, I, honest, I said, "I had none. We have none. None of that." He's like, "Where's it at? I'm like, "I don't, I don't have anything. And he just kind of shuffling around and and just being it like Yoda in 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 Empire okay you know when he just shows up and he's just some weird little swamp creature and nobody knows who he is Mm -hmm. he's beating up on r2 that's just kind of the vibe energy i was getting from ken and then he pulls off his n95 and his glasses and he's like hey oh and i say literally fuck me it's ken (laughs) store is full of people yeah but yeah fuck me it's ken and i came out and we hugged now this was the eve of free comic book day which is black friday for comic book yes and i didn't have a braxton yet Mm. it was just me and 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 christy Mm -hmm. christy was on wednesdays and saturdays but this was friday night and i had to set up all of the stuff for free comic book day and ken stayed uh Mm. for hours because you i don't know if you remember i didn't get home until quite late that night but ken stayed in in and and helped out and uh And then he went to find a motel. um, And the reason he was at a motel is we were full here. We had kids on the couch, you know, Mm -hmm. everything was, and I didn't have any room for him. And I felt bad about that. And I was like, dude, I'd love to have you come over, but I got kids on the couch, you know? Yeah. And so, but let's talk after tomorrow and I'll see what's happening and all that, because I'm never going to run one of the kids off for anybody. No. Yeah. Um, and then Saturday came and we did the whole thing and he was there all day out in the hot sun directing traffic and a, so
1: nice.
0: a Jedi costume with his, <laughs> with his thing. And then he comes in and I fed everybody pizzas and, and I, I invited Ken over. I was like, you know, you want to come over? Maybe we do dinner or something and all that. He's like, no, no, I'm fine. I'm going to, I'm going to go to, you know, my motel and then I'm going to leave really early in the morning cause mm. he had to drive to Mexico. And, and I was like, great. Are you coming back through? He's like, Of course. I'm like, You got to stop. We've got to spend some time together. You know, please stop for a day or so. You know, when you come in, you can stay at the house so it doesn't cost you anything. But, you know, I'd really like to see you again when you come back through. He's like, Oh, absolutely. I will definitely be stopping Mm -hmm. on my way back through. So I haven't seen him since. I haven't seen him since. Um, I reach out to him on Facebook from time to time because I could tell that he wasn't in a great place. Mm -hmm. Um but uh and it was just always took a long time to get an answer. And the last time we talked, um he's like, Hey, um I have an old uh Paris on the Platte, which is a coffee shop that we used to hang out at. Paris on the Platte mug. Um, do you want it? And I have for anybody that spent any time with me, I have insane nostalgia for this place yeah you know so many amazing things happened to me in that coffee shop
1: was that in denver
0: yeah and uh, it's on Platt street just off i-25 right next to the choo-choo uh, museum and uh, my brother's bar was just down the street across the corner mm-hmm. um, my brother's bar was uh, had a, a bar tab from jack kerouac wow. hanging on the wall i mean it's just a wonderful wow. historical place it's where i had my first hefeweizen I found out that I like a little lemon juice in my weedy beer.
1: I have no idea what that is.
0: It's a it's a beer. Mm-hmm. But it's it's more wheat than it's it's not like Budweiser and IPAs and shit like that. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a thick thick beer. It's yellow in color and then you put lemon juice in it and it's fucking amazing. Mm. Anyway, aside from the point. So there was a there was a group of friends back in Denver. Um, that I fell into by accident when I moved out. Um, I met them at Paris on the Platte, the coffee shop. Um, when I when I first went out there, Mike and I were out there, um, he took me to all the coolest places. He took me to Muddy's, mm-hmm. which was a coffee shop named after Muddy Waters. Mm-hmm. Uh, he took me to Paris on the Platte, where I fell in love with all the waitresses.
1: Huh, all I'm of sure.
0: Them. Oh, yeah. One, one especially, which we've talked about before. Um, and then, you know, the rest. I mean, it was, it's just this dynamic group of creative people all working in the same spot. And I managed to get a job there. I, I was washing dishes for a few weeks uh, before I found something else that was less wet. It was winter, after all. And I had to walk because I didn't have a car. Um, but these guys took me in. Uh, they adopted me as their weird little Utah hayseed. Um, they were... They still are, you know, all artistic types, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm over here trying to write fucking poetry and music and it and the just the bohemianness of it all ended. I ended up if you guys listen to I, I, I tell me a story, a few of these folks are actually on there already. Um, but I moved in with Everett for a while because I did not have anywhere else to go. Uh, and he put me up for weeks, which was delightful. And then um, I started dating Willow and we moved in together. Then it was in in you know Damien and Lauren and Pete and just all of these wonderful people um, but there was Ken Ken was like uh I think somebody described him as our f- our, our our fairy god uh, mm-hmm. father, yeah, you know um always there, always calm, always reassuring, knew something about everything hmm. And would would fall into these scenarios of just the weirdest shit would happen to him, and it would just roll off him like it was nothing. While everybody else just stood around going, "What in the what? fuck?" <laughs> Everywhere you went with Ken, people knew him, and and like Norm walking into a bar, you would anywhere you went, anywhere you went in town with him, somebody'd be like, "Ken," Aww. you know. And so Willow found out somehow that Ken had passed away. And I am really having a hard time keeping my shit together right now. This may not have been the best idea for a conversation, but found out that Ken had passed away. Um, The problem was, is none of us know where he died. None of us know how he died. None of us knew that he was dead Mm -hmm. um, until weeks later Mm -hmm. and just finding out now. And she put up a post about it and tagged a bunch of us and, and, and I, lost my shit. Yeah. I had a little two-day breakdown. I I couldn't stop crying that night, I found out. The next morning I got up and started talking to people that I love and haven't talked to in years. Mm -hmm. And it's so easy to reach out and communicate now. It's so fucking easy to make any kind of a connection with anybody that you care about that there really is no excuse and knowing that there's no excuse makes me feel all the worse you know because i'm 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 on the internet all fucking day i can take a second and i don't and i don't like it
1: i think you're being very hard on yourself because one of the things that i love and respect about you so much is that your ability to see people and give people your time and attention, even when you are so busy and so overwhelmed. Yeah, I've seen you do it. You do it every day. People call you, people come in, you're there and you're present. You're amazing at that.
0: Yeah, but I don't feel like I do enough in the right directions. I feel like I ought to be hanging on teeth and nail to these relationships that meant so much to me and are so foundational to who i am Mm -hmm. and while who i am physically you know is is basically in trouble all the time (laughs) (laughs) you know the 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 morality that i that i that i carry like a flag and and the you know my fucking political leanings um You know, uh, my liberal love for humanity. All of this bullshit that I have been, you know, fighting for for 30 fucking years professionally came from knowing these people and spending time with these people. They were incredibly important to my evolution uh, as a person and having lost touch with so many of them and being back in touch now with a few of them, um, you know, is very meaningful. And I do feel bad. And I I should make time to to try and repair some of these relationships that I've let go fallow. So um can I you were never supposed to be you were supposed to live forever, sport. You're a fucking you're a lunatic and lunatics don't go. They're they're ever present. And I'm 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 on your Facebook page this morning and I'm reading through all of these lovely tributes um, and just just fucking glad to know you, buddy. Um, I'm sorry you're gone and I'm sorry we didn't talk more before you before you went. Um, I hope that you were comfortable. And I hope that there was someone you loved there. Let's take a break. Come back, we've got some news.
1: Neil Armstrong waited six hours and 39 minutes to step onto the surface of the moon. Jackie Robinson waited 20 months to play his first game with the Brooklyn Dodgers. And even DiCaprio had to wait 22 years to win an Oscar. You can wait until your destination. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council.
0: Wouldn't it be great if life came with a remote control? You know, you could hit pause
1: when you needed to, or hit rewind, like that time you knocked down that wasp's nest. Uh-oh. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners.
0: Okay, I got my shit together. I'm, I'm back to just being me. All emotions have been subdued okay i apologize for my outburst You don't is. apologize i just it i f- if i could cry and talk at the same time i think that i would have a better <laughs> relationship <laughs> with my emotions but it makes me stop talking and i think we know by now i really really love to talk you do yeah um no, so um, one of the things that I was looking at this week is uh, is uh, information on longevity. Mm-hmm. It's important to me that you and I are not only together until the end of time. <laughs> until the end of time.
1: The end of time. The end of time. Okay.
0: Um, but that uh, we're happy and friendly while we do it. Yeah. So... I do a little independent research, and I read scholarly articles do about, you? oh, they're so fucking dry. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I mean, really, you could sum it up with, try to have fun. Yeah. And we do. Even when we're even when we're not doing anything, we make each other laugh, mm-hmm. and that's very important. Mm-hmm. And then when we do finally get out in the world, we do have adventure, you we know? Do. It may not be mountain climbing yet.
1: Yet. No.
0: No. I mean, we'll definitely go camping at some point, right? Yeah
1: okay we love yeah we love camping
0: we've never been camping again.
1: yes we have we
0: oh we did under, that one time yeah we slept, we slept under, the, under the stars the yeah oh yeah yep we listened to ologies we
1: did we yeah did. on it was like calamities or like yeah. yeah
0: yeah i think so i just know that there was a fred rogers clip in the middle oh yes that's what was. i remember it was mr rogers But yeah, that was the leaky air mattress in the back of the truck. (laughs) Yeah,
1: it was fun. And we were on like a slope. We were kind of on a hill, so we would slide. I kept sliding down. Down the bed of the truck. So is that camping?
0: (laughs) Or is that emergency (laughs) sleeping? I don't know. Because, yeah, I'm just like, we've never had sex in a tent.
1: Damn it, we haven't.
0: We gotta fix that. Yeah. We still have the yurt?
1: Oh, we do. That's a funny... That's a funny...
0: We, we we were going up camping. Um, it's the first time we were going to camp together, and we were on a friend's lot in a in a. I don't know how to explain what yeah, it my is. My mom's. Yeah, it's it's that you own a piece of ground. Yeah, and then you can you can improve it as needed, and and it's all over this huge tract of land. Clear the fuck up in the mountains. Right. Um. And and it's like it's really cool. It's like your own fucking campground. Yeah. And they had put their RV up there, uh-huh. which was neat. And they had a little little shed thing and all of that. And then they had this. There was really no no cleared ground for a sizable tent. Mm-hmm. You know, there was you could put a you could put a pup tent over there. You could put a little dome tent over there. But there was this big platform, this gigantic platform. And and we're like, oh oh, just build it on there. Yeah, and it apparently would be perfect. You guys You pulled the yurt out of the bag, and it was bigger than the platform. It
1: was bigger than the platform, and you can't like stake it. We couldn't stake it into the ground because it was larger than the platform. And when we put it up, we realized it looked more like a little kid... Pop-up s- carnival tent. tent. <laughs> <laughs> that was not what we thought.
0: Because you you guys got up there first. I didn't come up until yeah. much later in the day. I felt bad. But that's how we ended up in the back of the truck.
1: So fun. We went four-wheeling. And that was
0: fun. That was fun. That was a hoot. Um, the little racetrack? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we went through that. That was cool. That was our profile picture for me for a while. Oh, was it? Yeah. It was you mm-hmm. and me on I the four-wheeler. That. Um. Anyway, so why do friendships keep us healthy? You know, because that's really it. is Is more more than the fact that we're involved with each other, you know, in a romantic capacity. We're buddies, mm-hmm. and and we have been since before we fell so deeply in love. <laughs> it's true. You know. Yeah. Um. And and I, I, I that's really one of the reasons why I think our relationship has been able to put up with so much of the bullshit that has been involved on the peripheries of our relationship is because we're friends Yeah. and, and, you know, friends can just, I don't know how I mean this, but they can absorb a lot more damage somehow mm-hmm. than, than just a, a relationship founded on either physical desire or, you know, romantic feelings only. Um, because there, I, I, I have been in relationships where I'm with someone because I have a feeling for them, but there's no rapport. Or when you go out together to do things, you just do things. There's no side quests. There's mm. no there's no adaptability. You're just you're going through the relationship motions, and yeah. it's like yes, I care for this person, you know. But what's the fundamental beginning level? Where where am I? Is this just a romantic thing? Is this Am I just worked up? Am I lonely? You know, or is this my buddy that I want to just spend so much time with? And oh my God, they've got boobs! How awesome <laughs> is that? You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, um, American culture. This is from the article. American culture places a high premium on romantic love. Uh, in fact, relationship woes or the lack thereof are among the top reasons people seek therapy. Uh, while romance can be a meaningful part of life, the benefits of friendships should not be overlooked. Psychological research suggests that stable, healthy friendships are crucial for our well-being and longevity. That sounds perfectly reasonable. Yeah. People who have friends and close confidants, now this is where it gets a little off my point and goes on to its own little scientific point, right, Mm -hmm. is it's important while you're in your relationship to maintain your friendships, which has accidentally become the theme of this whole show. Um, But yeah, people who have uh, friends and close confidants are more satisfied with their lives and less likely to suffer from depression. They're also less likely to die from all causes. All causes? Including heart problems and a range of chronic diseases. Um, Quoting Julianne Holt Lundstad, PhD, professor of psychology and neuroscience at Brigham Young University. On the other hand, when people are in low social connection... Uh, Because of isolation, loneliness, or poor quality relationships, they faced an increased risk of premature death. So, by falling in love with you Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and continuing this friendly relationship that we have, (laughs) this friendly romance, this this best pals je ne sais quoi, as it were, um, I'm going to live longer. Yes. Which is important to me. It's important to me. Because ever since I turned 47, I have not been able to stop thinking about dying.
1: <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> 47, that was the year? That was it my all changed.
0: I was just all of a sudden, I'm like, I'm not young. I'm way closer to dead than I am to being born. You know? <laughs> yeah. And that's just been, I mean, it's not like a constant. I'm not sitting around dreading it all the time. Just for every once in a while, my brain pops up and it's like, hey, dickhead, we're going to die. When I don't know, anytime now.
1: <laughs> For me, it was somebody that I had been with had had died, had passed away, mm-hmm. and that realization that like, oh my god, I'm like in that phase of life now. You're
0: moving into that age group yeah. Where, where, yeah, people your own age start passing away of natural causes. It's all crazy. Though. Yeah, absolutely weird. Um, fortunately, research suggests that friendships can be made and maintained at any age. Relationships with friends can strengthen or stand in for romantic relationships and even minimal social interactions can be powerful. Now, this is why when um, we have old friends popping up, you know, Mm -hmm. and and what that brings is is a new energy into your day to day feeling, you know. So we've got we've got a new friend. Yes. And and really, it's just been. What's the word I'm looking for here? Having just new energy kind of pop in and be happy at us? Yeah. It's pretty cool.
1: It was really fun. I I had a social this week at work. I had like a big work um, Halloween kind of party. Yeah. And I was by myself trying to set up and you guys were so nice to come and help me. And um, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. It, It made it much easier.
0: That was a big day. Yeah. That was that was we had to move one of one of the kids things out.
1: Oh yeah, we had to move.
0: And yep. then and then Taylor, bless her heart, you know, let me borrow some space to actually store the shit because yeah, we were so storing nice. it in the living room and could not walk around. Um but yeah, no. Um it's it has been enough to have new friends around that it has done a pretty good job at making you know, my new dead friend not hurt as much mm. or for as long mm-hmm. or because given, given the maudlin um, brain set I've had for the last few years where I am, I am worried. I am thinking about what am I leaving behind, mm-hmm. you know, and, and right now the answer in my head is not nearly enough. Um, and so I feel a frantic need to get things done before I go. But this week, it's just been more like, "Ah, I'm in a pretty good mood. Good. I'm a little tired because my insomnia has kicked up, but that's got nothing to do with nothing, you know? And usually when I have insomnia, I'm a grumpy little bitch, (laughs) you know? You were
1: a little grumpy last night.
0: I was blood sugar. That was not my fault. No, it wasn't. (laughs) I'm so sorry.
1: It's okay. I was. just worried about you. I was
0: a whiny little, ah, I was was a Karen for a moment.
1: (laughs) Had to get you some food.
0: Yep. Uh, Anyway, to finish up this article, uh, friendship is something we really need to understand. Uh, There's been this preoccupation with romantic relationships, but many of our close uh, relationships are with friends. So how do they impact our health? Well, I don't know. And the truth is, we don't have long enough to read this scientific study. (laughs) Um, But given the clear benefits of friendships, uh, psychologists say that we should uh, promote platonic social connections across society. I mean, okay, Platonic's fine, (laughs) if that's what you're into. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Including at school, at work, in public spaces, uh, and through entertainment. After having to reduce social contact during the pandemic, we've realized how it impacts basically every sector of our society that suggests that each of these sectors can potentially play a role in solutions. What we know is that if we don't interact regularly, things go really bad remarkably fast. But what's the magic in these interactions that's keeping us healthy and sane? More and more researchers are saying there's this huge part of human behavior that we know very little about. So they don't know. They can tell that it's good. They can tell that it's good for you. But they don't know how yet. It's like dark matter and friendship longevity. (laughs) But all I know is that, is that when, when I know, like it's, it's with Jake, you know, Jake's been my buddy, you know, for decades. Mm -hmm. And it is, it is nice to know that on those bad days, when things are really fucking hopeless Mm -hmm. and it's. It's a shame that it takes that for me to reach out sometimes. Yeah. You know, but when things are just absolutely, utterly bleak, I can call Jake Mm -hmm. and Jake can make fun of it. And it doesn't matter how bad it is. It's the fact that he'll mock it that just makes me feel better. (laughs) You know, you know, when I had trouble with, with the kids earlier this year, when they were in trouble, Mm -hmm. you know, it was, it was between Jake being Jake Jake. And Ted Lasso and you is the only way I managed to pull through the, the you know, the early part of this year. It was rough. So there's new thinking about sex and long-term relationships. A recent survey of 2,000 men and women conducted by the UK dating website. Okay, now look, this started as looking up for a, 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 a scientific thing to chat about, right? Mm-hmm. So just deal with this next bit. Okay. A recent survey of two thousand men and women, conducted by the UK dating website Illicit Encounters, because you can't call it Tinder over there. They don't know what that <laughs> no. is. Like, oh yes, It's the uh, the soccer thing. It's uh, it's uh, uh, trick plays versus elaborate set pieces. It's just it's uh, it's all it's all language. We just talk a little different. Uh, illicit encounters can't call it grinder. No, it's already taken. Take and care. it's in America, so we can't use all the letters or nobody would be able to read it. That's all. In 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 Britain, they can call it illicit encounters. People are like, oh, yes, quite. Yes, <laughs> I do believe I would like an illicit encounter. You know, uh, 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 I would care for a stand of one fourteenth of a fortnight. That's a day. That's a one-night stand. days two weeks. Okay. So... Um, I've lost the track. They looked at the top ten things that men and women say they enjoy most about sex. It found that uh, women listed experiencing greater bonding with their partner reduced stress and increased Mm self-confidence. In contrast, men said that they enjoyed most was a physical pleasure. (laughs) Way to go, guys. Could have
1: seen that one coming.
0: representing our evolved nature. You fuckers. (laughs) You assholes. Yeah. That, I mean, that's. Ma'am, what do you like about sex? Oh, <laughs> greater bonding. It strengthens <laughs> our relationship. Oh, I just feel so much better about myself. I feel wanted and loved and seen. And dudes are like, feels like, good. I like to come. <laughs> <laughs> come on. Ugh. You apes. You shaved apes. Um, Adding to that, they also rated at the very top of the list of thrills, first time sex with a new partner. Because men are awful. (laughs) Um, Jesus, guys. Okay. Uh, There's a new twist to these survey findings. that links with some new research about what can sustain uh, an integrated emotional and sexual relationship for the long run after, quote, the thrill is gone, end quote. Putting a pin in this. It's nice that our thrill has not gone.
1: The thrill is not gone, nope. no. no, nope. at still, all. <laughs> we're still doing
0: okay. We're still figuring out new stuff. Yeah, we are. The survey found that both men and women gave high priority to maintaining intimate connection overall uh, through and beyond their sexual satisfaction and immediate pleasures. Sex and its aftermath were insufficient to maintain that connection. So again, if you're just in it for the bone, it's... Your, your chances at longevity are quite small, Yeah, you know, and that developing out a relationship to sustain or b- building out a friendship to sustain a relationship is also a very important yeah. key component toward longevity. Um, people who felt they truly mattered to their partner for the person they are with all their quirks and imperfections reported higher levels of relationship satisfaction and that was regardless of their sexual frequency or the quality of their day-to-day communication. It was an unspoken feeling, more sensed than directly displayed. One reason why that feeling of being truly valued, seen, and accepted by your partner is crucial to long-term satisfaction is that partners will typically feel ambivalent towards each other, And it may be a partner's decisions, their attitudes about something, or a range of things that could make you question, is the person I really want to be with? Or is this the person I really want to be with? Did I not see that part of their personality or values in the past? And that's human. We're all a mixture of qualities, positive and negative. A multitude. Shades of gray. (laughs) Fifty. Fifty shades. I won't read the book, but... It's terrible. I tried to read it. I've seen I've seen the merchandise line that goes along with it, and I am intrigued.
1: Oh, is there merchandise? Oh, there's merch. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. Oh, of course. I, it does. I haven't seen any.
0: There's a an Adam and Eve store down in Sugar House that we need to go to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and uh, one of their ads featured featured those.
1: I tried to read the book, and it was terrible. I could, it was not my thing. But then I was invited, this is a funny story, I was invited to go to the movies with a couple. And it was like the second movie of Fifty Shades of Grey.
0: So uncomfortable. Fifty Shades Grayer.
1: Yeah, it was so uncomfortable. And I couldn't, I just laughed through the whole thing. Yeah? Because I was just...
0: Is it is it something you would watch with me and maybe not... I don't know.
1: I would watch it with you. Yeah, it was but it was different than like sitting with a couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> Just no, no, no. me, that's... like as the third wheel.
0: Oh. Cuz I don't know. I mean, you know, uh I mean, Dakota Johnson's pretty. Yeah. So she is. and the dude is Scottish. Oh, that's Mr. right. Mr. Grey. Yeah. What we did, the only reason I know anything about Fifty Shades of Grey at all, other than just, you know, the zeitgeist of it, is um, we did a fundraiser for The Left Show a few years ago, and one of the one of the prize levels was having Jason Williams um, from, at the time, batshit crazy and what later became the sidetrack, uh, and then what later became, hey, where the fuck are you, Jason? You haven't turned anything in in years, buddy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yes yeah. yeah, I hope you're fucking listening, dude. <laughs> Get your ass back to the microphone. you little I miss you, buddy. uh so um anyway, uh, it was Jason reading random pages of fifty shades of gray, and because of the zeitgeist of the thing, uh I would not would not buy a copy. Mm-hmm. so I went to the store and open it up and then shot pictures, pictures of four random pages and then i shot those up to jason and i said pick two and he said that it took him hours to to do the recordings mm-hmm. because he was so uncomfortable it was making him laugh
1: <laughs> I, yeah it's... and he'd
0: get a line or two out and then he would start to giggle and have to stop <laughs> rewind do it again
1: it is it's it's yeah yeah pretty cringy
0: all right, so some other empirical and clinical research has addressed that by finding couples who openly face their ambivalent feelings about each other and their connection, uh, and who appear to find paths towards mutually supportive, lasting relationships. Uh, a major factor appears to be the alignment of the couple's life goals, which right now are like groceries. I was going to say survival. Yeah. Groceries. Uh, I need some tires on my my car very soon. And
1: brakes. You need brakes, too. I have
0: brake pads. I saw that. I just am still trying to get gear to to have the toolbox for it. Mm. Um, A major factor appears to be the alignment of the couple's life goals. A shared sense of why we're in this to begin with. Because you're hot. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Thanks, babe. A couple sense of uh, being on the same wavelength about their aims for their lives together is most crucial.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I would absolutely agree with that.
0: Yeah. All right. And then uh we'll finish up with just uh a little list. I wasn't gonna do a list this week, but I got a list. Okay. There's 25 habits to maintain a healthy relationship according to a British study. Yes. Oh yay. It's time for illicit affairs. Illicit <laughs> extra never mind. Um so, the survey revealed 25 overarching habits that couples should take in on, uh, on their relationship in order, in bold, to be happy. Number one. Do we want to go number one or do we want to go 25 to number one? Let's do that. Let's count okay. them backwards. 25. Separate beds. Absolutely not.
1: Separate blankets? Yes.
0: yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is very important.
1: I don't know. This is a new thing. Like, um, well, it's not that it's a new thing, but um, people now are have like women their own bedrooms. Guys get a man cave. I guess women want their own rooms now.
0: Okay, you're about to start a power struggle. In in the defining roles of home, in that traditionally, traditionally, the bedroom has been built you know mm-hmm. by one spouse and if we are just being heteronormative for a minute because that's what i know you know it's usually the wife that that decorates the bedroom mm-hmm. that decides what the curtains look like decides what hangs on the walls decides what is and is not acceptable i don't think any of this shit would be here if the offices hadn't had to move no. into the bedroom no we would not we would not have no. all of our coitus watched by joe nope. biden licking a an ice, cream, an ice cone. cream cone, which makes me want to take him down now.
1: <laughs> hey, I have naked I have naked girls on my side.
0: You do, which is awesome. Make no mistake. Uh, no, I don't. I, I don't want a separate bed. I don't either. No, you sometimes get handsy in your sleep.
1: But I want a king size bed.
0: Absolutely, because we need some space. <laughs> yeah. um, number twenty four for giving an infidelity. That's a tough one.
1: Whoa. Yeah. I don't know. I we've never had to do that.
0: I don't plan on being infidelitous. <laughs> okay. Do you? No. No. Okay.
1: If that changes, I'll let you know.
0: Yeah, being aligned politically.
1: Oh god. Bleeding yes. Heart, baby. Yes. <laughs> that's cute. That that's a deal breaker yep. for me.
0: Uh never going to the bathroom in front of each other. I'm yep. fine with that. That is that is fine. <laughs> I mean, there may be an emergency or an outdoor situation where you can't help it, but People that make a habit of pooping in front of their partner—that's—I don't give a shit. That's not healthy. That's wrong. <laughs> there are some things that should be re- private that should yep. remain you time.
1: It's how long? How long have we been together?
0: It's nearly almost eight years.
1: Never, never has happened in that eight years.
0: No not once no I, I still i still fight not to fart in front of you
1: you don't even pee in front of me we don't even pee in front of each other yeah. ever no nope. not with the doors not open the door's always closed
0: no it's i just there's got to be a little mystery left you know god knows we've spent time on every other inch <laughs> let's let's have a little little me time <laughs> i don't answer the phone when i'm on the can oh that's so not true I will if I think there's a problem. And so if if you if it ever sounds like I'm standing under a jet engine, yeah. It, it means um, I'm pooping and I think there's a problem. So let me know right away everything's okay so I can hang the fuck up because I am uncomfortable as hell. You know? I don't like talking on the phone when I poop. I'll text my ass off though. Sure. Yeah, no problem. I mean, if you if you want some TikToks in your inbox. <laughs> Poop time's where those are coming from. <laughs> that's why they, they come in groups. Yeah. <laughs> um, um like the same takeaways? Uh oh takeaways. Area, he is, quite. Uh you'll believe you call it delivery food.
1: <laughs> oh.
0: Yeah. I mean we do.
1: Yeah, but that's what's awesome. Yeah.
0: We have a favorite burger place that never fucking delivers.
1: Which place is that? Abs. Abs. Yeah. Yeah. And a new chicken place.
0: Oh that chicken's fucking So God. Yeah it is. I yeah, can't remember the name of it. Even, Clucky plucky chicken or yeah, some shit.
1: We're really lucky like that. I think we are usually in sync with what we want. We can
0: agree with what we want after two hours of, <laughs> of, of trying to of decide. Deciding what we don't want. Uh let's see, having the same bedtime. Well, I mean we're in bed at the same time. Yeah. Do you mean having the same sleep time? Because that is not a thing. No. No. Because you just go out. But from what we understand from other scientific studies, the reason that you fall asleep is because you feel safe and secure next to me.
1: That's the only reason. Yep. It's hard for me to sleep when you're not here.
0: I know. I don't know why. It's the gravitational pull makes you sleepy. I know. It's weird. Um, Having the same bedtime. Having separate bank accounts. Have that. I mean, we do. I don't. It's just because it's never really been a thing. Mm -mm. Uh, Cooking together. No. (laughs) No. No. Helping. Popping in and helping, doing a little prep, doing a little, doing a little sous chef shit.
1: Oh yeah, no, we we have a good system. If I've been, if if I'm a little high, I will go cook, and then I say, "Babe, come check the food, make it, fix it," <laughs> and then yeah. you come in, you taste it, you fix it.
0: We all have a job, yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's it's especially in a tiny apartment kitchen like we've got. You know, you got two people in there trying to cook; it's nuts. I love it. I love it when one of us is cooking and the other one's on the other side of the counter helping, Mm -hmm. you know, that, that's, that has always been pretty pleasant, you know, but when we're both on the same side of the counter, kind of bumping back and forth and there's just no fucking room. No. Yeah. Um, liking the same TV shows. Well, no, Nope. not particularly. There's very, we have a few. I like, I mean, I, but you know, I like sci-fi. I like fantasy. I like dark drama and I like news and you like garbage. So. Oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> I like peril.
0: It's, you do? No. Oh, no. Not your documentaries. They're not garbage. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make you think that. Yeah. I was talking about your... Uh, sister wives. And your 90-day fiancés and your I don't watch a lot of that
1: anymore, but I do watch Kardashians and I do watch sister wives. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, to the point that I hate the guy... He's awful. That I hated just because he was a representation of reality TV. I hated him for who he was. Now I hate him for who he is because I overhear what a shit he is. Oh, he is. You know, and I'm glad all of his wives are leaving him. Yeah. He totally has it coming. And Cody, what the fuck with the hair, man? (laughs) Just cut it short. You're bald, idiot. You look ridiculous. You look like something Nickelback rejected. Nickelback's like, yeah, dude, not that hair. Uh, let's see, regular time apart. I don't know. I haven't needed that really. No. No.
1: I and and this is this is big for me too because I usually have like a three day rule. Like I get really sick of people. Yeah. You know, like three days is like my limit with somebody.
0: I've been around a little longer than that.
1: You have been.
0: Yeah. See, I like. I like going to the movies by myself. Uh-huh. I like going to the bookstore by myself. Um. You know, I like spending time driving around in my car by myself. I, I am and have been my whole life quite comfortable, uh, you know, in solitary. Yeah. And I don't really feel that drive ever since you and I got together. I don't. I, I, I mean, parts of me miss seeing movies because we see movies together. Mm-hmm. And so there are movies I don't see because either I don't think you'll like them or our schedules don't meet up. Kind of thing where we both get time off at the same time. And I don't really have a FOMO with that. You know, I notice it. I take note of it. And then I just kind of let it go. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, that's it. I got two free tickets to the Megaplex that I haven't used because we haven't found something we want to see together. You know, whereas I could have gone and seen Mission Impossible.
1: I want to see Mission Impossible.
0: Yeah, but we couldn't make it work. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. Uh, Let's see. Where are we at? Part similar sex drive.
1: <laughs> oh yeah
0: I like I like sex driving yeah I like sex
1: that's good that you can keep up with me
0: Dumbass <laughs> dumbass grin um, oh this one's fun let's remember we're running up on the end of the show here. okay okay uh, a 50 50 division of household chores which by the way we know now is absolute bullshit yeah you know it is it is the what is it the 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 percentage of availability yeah you know yes. which I think has worked out pretty well for us
1: oh, yeah it really did we just communicating that with each other knowing yeah. like what percentage we're at we're running at yeah and how we can support the other person
0: yep uh being able to cry in front of each other well I've done that
1: I've done that
0: yep yeah I'm doing it a lot lately it's <laughs> weird um. Uh, never going to sleep on an argument.
1: Eh. I don't. I don't always agree with this because sometimes I think you need to
0: just sleep it off. Yeah. Sometimes you you need that distance. Yeah. And sometimes things are too fucking complex to figure out in one conversation. And when at,
1: at the end of the night, when you're exhausted and tired, yeah. and emotions are high.
0: Yeah. My ex used to do the one thirty in the morning ambush.
1: Yeah, that's crazy.
0: You know, wake up, wake up. What? Here's everything I'm mad about. Yeah. And then that would go on until four in the morning and usually end up with shouting. it was awful
1: that is awful you
0: know um number 10 regular sex great okay what does regular mean um, can we do some weird stuff because weird stuff's good right
1: it, it has been maybe
0: that's maybe there's no maybe that's up here higher on the list never trying to change each other fair absolutely fair I don't Any change you want to make is a change you want to make. And I support that. Yeah. You know, do I have changes I want you to make other than trying to trick you into into dyeing your hair red? No, I don't. (laughs) Because that's not a personality change. That's just me fucking around your appearance. You put on a wig. I'd be the same happy. Yeah. I'm just saying. Um, Having the same sense of humor. Dark. Yes.
1: Would you say that? That we do?
0: That we have a twisted sense of humor? Yeah. Yeah, because we make each other laugh. We do. So, you know, uh, do we enjoy the same comedians? I mean, kind of.
1: Yeah, for you know, the most some, part. Sometimes
0: I laugh more than you. Sometimes you laugh more than me. But, yeah, I think we do. I think we do have a very similar sense of humor. Mm. Never stop saying, I love you. We don't. It's disgusting. We
1: say it all the time. Yeah.
0: Constantly. Yeah, it's, it's, ugh. Our kids hate it. Mm. Like, you, get a room.
1: <laughs> I say it We're a lot, like, too. we
0: would, but you knock. <laughs>
1: <laughs> can I come in? No! The door's closed for a reason. You can't come in.
0: Uh, being able to laugh at each other. You laugh at me very well. Oh, good. Yes, you do. I'm glad I can do you this You were very good at laughing at me.
1: Knocked it out of the park.
0: Yeah. Um, having no secrets. Uh, uh, I got I, some secrets. Yeah. Not. Not current event secrets, to be honest, if I'm thinking about it. I don't really keep anything from you now, but there's parts of my past we haven't talked about yet. Sure. Yeah. Like that time in Juarez. Oh. I'm not recording that. Um, no, but we don't really have secrets. I, I have no problem throwing my phone at you. Yeah. And you can look at whatever you want. Yeah. You know? And I know that you could throw your phone at me and except for the password protected folders that have obviously nothing to worry about in them.
1: <laughs> I'm on you know. mine?
0: I'm just making a joke. Oh,
1: I'm like, I don't know how to do that.
0: Yeah, you're crypto security. (laughs) What's a VPN? I
1: know.
0: (laughs) Um, (laughs) Number four, compromise. We don't, we haven't really, I mean, we have. There's been some big issues over the years, Mm -hmm. you know, but for the most part, we just seem to get along well enough and we talk through shit that compromise doesn't really come into it as much as consensus.
1: Yeah, and I, I mean, I think I want the best for you and you want the best for me and whatever that looks like we're willing to do for each other. It's easy.
0: Always having each other's back? Yeah. It, I don't have a problem. You always got my back. Yeah. That's great.
1: I feel the same.
0: Um, admitting when you're wrong? Yeah. haven't had to. Um, all the time. I know you do, all the time. And it's really refreshing that you admit to it as much <laughs> as you do. It's really refreshing. Now, um... It sometimes takes a minute for me to admit when I'm wrong. I do. I do sometimes push back on that. Uh, It is it is a failing and it is something that I'm working on, you know, because I am wrong a lot more now that I'm older than I was when I was younger (laughs) because I had an inability to see
1: it. Right. At that that time. That is,
0: you know, now I am aware that I am not only a, a screaming purple fuck up. You know, but that I do commit mistakes more often than I'd like to admit. And for some reason with you, even though I may fight it for a minute or a few minutes, uh, I really have never had a problem just going, yeah, I'm sorry. I fucked up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't like fighting. I I don't like fighting to be mean because I don't like apologizing. I don't mind apologizing when I'm wrong, but I don't like it. Like I... I don't want to have to say I'm sorry for fucking up. Yeah, it doesn't so I'd rather, No, it doesn't. Yeah. I'd rather not fuck up.
0: Yeah. Uh, number one, having fun together, which could mean a so multitude of things. things. But I'm going to go with this list wants you to do it with no pants on. <laughs> is that all right? Sure. Can we have no pants fun together? We can have pants fun together. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But the best part about pants is that they come off. They come off. <laughs> don't much care for pants
1: I don't either, I hate
0: pants I know you do You're wearing pants right now
1: uh, You told me to You told me to get dressed Oh, no, I told
0: you to get dressed for work But, you know, <laughs> pants are not the only clothes in the world, babe You can wear whatever you want Okay Would you, maybe, do you want to take them off?
1: Well, not now, we're almost done Oh And I have to go
0: to work Okay, you gotta go to work That we're almost done recording Seems to me to be a really good time To try and get you to take your <laughs> pants off but, on that happy note, uh, that's a show, gang. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, please remember, uh, every week that we record, uh, we will be dumping something over on Patreon. Patreon.com slash uh, If you join us over there, you get special exclusive content for the shows that record. At this current time, we're just putting this whole show in the Patreon feed. Um, and that will change... Uh, when we get nearer to our tenth episode, uh, and we get more of a rhythm, and we've got more of a structure, and I know exactly what the fuck I'm doing, as opposed to right now is stealing an hour uh, of Tiffany's time so I can just sit and chat with her.
1: Which
0: <laughs> I is love it. Really, what this is all about. So yeah, Patreon.com/slash/dfenmedia. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, send us questions. Uh, we will address them. Do it. It's fun. Just pop over to LeftShow.com. Drop it in the comments. Will you? You know, reach out to me on Facebook. Yeah. You know, whatever you want. But, you know, send us questions. Please. Yeah. You could do the, I'm an asshole. Am I the asshole? Am I the asshole? I will tell ya. You can do, hey, how do you two have such a perfect relationship (laughs) Question. And and when we're not recording, I can name names and, and tell you how hard we have it. Patreon.com slash defendmedia. Thank you for listening. We will see you next week. Thanks so much, Ben. Bye.